स्पाइस रेडियो और रेडियो रंगजम सुन रहे हैं आपका शुभकर प्रोग्राम है हमारी घड़ी में बाद दोपहर के दो बजकर पाँच मिनट हुआ चाहते हैं अब से लेकर तीन बजे तक आपका हमारा साथ रहेगा हमारे आज के इस कार्यक्रम में जिसका नाम बड़े प्यार से हमने गपशप रखा है क्योंकि इसमें वो सभी बातें जो आज आपकी नज़रों में अटकेंगी खटकेंगी और दिल में समाएंगी उन सबको लेकर हम हाजिर हैं ये बताते हुए कि इस बदलते मौसम में बहुत सी चीज़ें बदल रही हैं कभी धूप कभी छाँव कभी बरसात और फिर कड़क की धूप तो ये सब कुछ हमें आते पूरे तीन चार महीनों के लिए सहना ही पड़ेगा अलबत् एक खुशखबरी ये है कि पिछली बार की तरह जब 2022 में हीट टूम हुआ था वैसा इस साल नहीं होने वाला और आने वाले कई सालों तक नहीं होगा चलिए हमने भविष्यवाणी इसकी कर दी आज के हमारे इस कार्यक्रम में वादे के मुताबिक हम आपकी मुलाकात मैल चौधरी से भी करवा रहे हैं लेकिन उससे पहले हमारे शहर में एक बहुत ही ज़बरदस्त प्रोग्राम होने जा रहा है जिंदगी फॉर एवर चर्च की तरफ से जिसमें कि पास्टर अनिल कांत आए हुए हैं और उनके साथ पास्टर श्रेया कांत भी हैं लेकिन आपकी मुलाकात आज हम अनिल कांत जी के साथ करवाना चाहते हैं प्रोग्राम में आपका बहुत बहुत स्वागत है कैसे हैं आप मैं ठीक हूँ सुषमा जी बहुत बढ़िया अच्छा लगा आपके प्रोग्राम में शिरकत करके अच्छा लग रहा है आपकी आवाज सुन के सो स्वीट ऑफ यू थैंक यू सो वेरी मच आप पहले भी तो हमारे शहर में आ चुके हैं हाँ जी कई कुछ कई मरतबा आया हूँ मैं पहले लेकिन आपके प्रोग्राम पे पहली बार आ रहा हूँ राइट राइट सो इस बार का जो प्रोग्राम है उसका नाम बहुत प्यारा है मुझे बड़ा अच्छा लगा रूह की बारिश इसके बारे में कुछ बताइए जो की सैटरडे को होने जा रहा है शाम छह बजे बिल्कुल आपने अभी चंद लम्हा पहले आपने बात करी थी कि मौसम जो है वो बदलता जाता है और मौसम तो वाकई में ऐसी चीज है जो बदलती रहती है और कभी ऐसा कभी बहुत वेरिएशन आते हैं लेकिन एक चीज है जिसमें कभी वेरिएशन नहीं आती है वो है खुदा की मोहब्बत बिल्कुल सही कहा आपने तो उसकी जो मोहब्बत है वो हमेशा कायम रहती है वो हमेशा यकसा रहती है और ये जो रू की बारिश है सूखे में भी पड़ती है और रू की जो बारिश है वो तब आती है जब हम उसकी हजूरी में बैठते हैं परमेश्वर के घर में आते हैं जब हम उसकी इबादत करते हैं बंदगी करते हैं तो वाकई में वो हमें अपनी बारिश में भिगो देता है और सैटरडे को और संडे को यही होने वाला है हम इबादत करेंगे प्रार्थना करेंगे और हम इसमें देखेंगे कि हम जब हम उसको बुलाते हैं उसका वचन कहता है कि बुलाओ तो मैं तुम्हें जवाब दूंगा तो वाकई में उसको बुलाने जा रहे हैं उसके साथ हम एक, एक, एक समय व्यतीत करेंगे बहुत बहुत प्यारे अंदाज में आपने बताया कि यू नो ये भगवान की उस परमात्मा की जिसने हमें बनाया है उसकी ब्लेसिंग्स की बारिश होगी तो ये होने कहाँ जा रही है ये बताइए सरी में आई अंडरस्टैंड देर इज अ प्लेस जहाँ पे ये होगी अगर आप आपके पास एड्रेस नहीं होगा तो मेरे पास एड्रेस है किसी ने नहीं लिखा सो मैं धीरे धीरे नंबर बोलती हूँ सिक्सो फोर सेवन टू फोर जीरो नाइन जीरो नाइन तो इस नंबर पर भी लोग फोन करके और जानकारी ले सकते हैं हमें भी फोन कर सकते हैं हम भी बताएंगे आपसे थैंक यू सो मच आपसे एक बात मैं पूछना चाह रही थी और आई थिंक ये बात अमूमन इंसान अपने दिल में लेके घूमता रहता है और वो रूहानी बात है कि हमने इतने अच्छे काम किए हैं और फिर भी उसके बावजूद जिंदगी में 
ये जो उतार चढ़ाव सबके जिंदगी में आते हैं इंसान कभी कभार सोचता है कि मेरी जिंदगी में सिर्फ आ रहे हैं मैं ही बिल्कुल दुखी हूँ बाकी सब लोग खुश हैं इस तरह की जब फीलिंग इंसान के दिल में आती है ऑब्वियसली वो इंसान बड़ा लूडी सा होता है या उसके पास कोई दोस्त नहीं होता ऐसे में आप आप तो यही कहेंगे ना कि एक ही सहारा है और वो भगवान का है हाँ जी पर मैंने सीखा मैं इसमें यही रिस्पांस देना चाहता हूँ सुषमा जी कि पहली बात तो हमें हमेशा लगता है कि दूसरे की जिंदगी ज्यादा सुखी है हमारी सबसे दुखी है अगर आप किसी से बात करें तो वो जो मेरी कहानी है वो सबसे बहुत ज्यादा व्याकुल मैं ही हूँ सबसे ज्यादा परेशान मैं ही हूँ लेकिन परमेश्वर का वचन तो ऐसा कहता है कि इस दुनिया में सबको परेशानी है और इन दिस वर्ल्ड देर इज ट्रिबुलेशन बट गॉड से हैव हार्ट दैट आई हैवरकम इट ऑल मैंने हर चीज के ऊपर पता है पाली है ना तो हमें जो है इस बात की तसली होनी चाहिए कि जब हम परमेश्वर में आते हैं एक बात हमेशा हमें याद रखनी जब हम परमेश्वर के पास आते हैं तो हर चीज रोजी नहीं हो जाएगी बिल्कुल हर चीज एकदम ऐसा नहीं कि हमने जब परमेश्वर के साथ निश्चा बना लिया तब हम हर चीज में अब हमको हर बार जो है ना ओपन गेट्स मिलेंगे ओपन हेवन मिलेगा हर चीज हमें खुलती खुली खुलती जाएगी परमेश्वर का वचन भी ये कहता है कि जब तुम मेरे साथ चलते हो तुम अपना तुमको अपना क्रूस उठा के मेरे साथ चलना है परमेश्वर कहता है कि तुमको तकलीफों को सहना पड़ेगा क्योंकि जो सच्चाई के रास्ते पर चलेगा उसके लिए कई बार चीजें और मुश्किल भी हो जाएंगी जो परमेश्वर के रास्ते पे चलते हैं उनके लिए थोड़ी सी तकलीफें आती हैं लेकिन परमेश्वर कहता है कि तुम मेरे साथ चलते हो तो मैं तुम्हें उस चीज के लिए सामर्थ देता हूँ उसके लिए मैं तुम्हें कुत देता हूँ ताकत देता हूँ और यही जो है रूह का काम है ये आत्मिक जो शक्ति है जो हमें सहारा मिलता है ये हमें सिखाता है कि कैसे हम शरीर से उठ के आत्मा की चीजों में जब हम बढ़ते हैं जब रूहानी बातों में आगे बढ़ते हैं तो जिसमानी बातों से हमारा ध्यान हटता है और हम जब परमेश्वर की तरफ गौर करते हैं तो हम ये जानते हैं कि वाकई में ये सब टेम्परेरी है ये भी गुजर जाएगा लेकिन हम हमारी जो रूहानी जिंदगी है उसमें तरक्की होती रहनी चाहिए अब बहुत अच्छा आपने बहुत प्यारे अंदाज में रूहानी जिंदगी के बारे में समझाया है एंड आई नो कि जिंदगी फॉर आवर चर्च जो है इसमें हर संडे को इनकी इनकी सर्विसेज होती हैं और आपने कहा कि आप पहली बार हमारे शहर में आए हैं या पहली बार हमारे प्रोग्राम में आपने हिस्सा लिया लेकिन शहर में काफी बार आ चुके हैं शहर में कई बार आ चुके हैं तो आप वैसे कहाँ से हैं मैं वैसे बॉम्बे से हूँ हमारा बॉम्बे में रिकॉर्डिंग स्टूडियो है हमारा चर्च भी है बॉम्बे में ऑर्चुनिटी साउंड के नाम से हमारे रिकॉर्डिंग के स्टूडियोज भी हैं जी जी और ऐसे मैं पंजाबी हूँ मेरे फादर लाहौर से ताल्लुक रखते थे लेकिन पार्टीशन के बाद इंडिया आ गए थे तो मेरी मदर भी हम लोग फिर दिल्ली से भी ताल्लुक रखते हैं अच्छा हाँ जी और मेरे हमारे हमारे मामा जी बहुत सारे लोग शायद जानते भी होंगे एम डी एच स्पाइसिस माशादी मसाले माशा धर्मपाल जी हाँ जी मेरे वो मेरे मामा है और हम दिल्ली से हमारा बड़ा गहरा रिश्ता है तो खैर परमेश्वर के साथ है लेकिन हमारा दिल्ली से रिश्ता लेकिन हम बॉम्बे फिर मूव कर गए थे 2000 में सो so, मैं मैं अपने टॉपिक को यहाँ से छोड़ के एम की तरफ नहीं जाना चाहती लेकिन मैं एक सवाल जरूर पूछना चाहती हूँ कि ये जो एम का जो उन्होंने मसालों की ये बहुत बड़ी कंपनी शुरू की थी क्या ये पार्टीशन के बाद शुरू हुई थी ये पार्टीशन के बाद दिल्ली में करोल बाग से शुरू हुई थी छोटे सी कहते ना की पांच रूपए ज्यादा काम शुरू हुआ था वो पहले चलाते थे उन्होंने वहाँ से शुरू किया और वहाँ से वो बढ़ता गया और बहुत अच्छा काम उन्होंने बढ़ाया लेकिन उसमें बुनियाद यही थी कि प्योर मसाले बेचने हैं प्योरिटी हमेशा जो है वो वो लोग चाहते हैं और उनको जब मिलती है तो उसको एक्सेप्ट करते हैं एक्चुअली अगर देखा जाए तो प्योरिटी जो होती है वो उन्हीं को अच्छी लगती है जो खुद भी रूहानी तौर पर प्योर हो बिल्कुल 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 बहुत सही बात कही आपने सुषमा जी जो 
क्योंकि जो जो उसको पहचानेगा वो उसको चाहेगा और चाहेगा भी वो जो उसको पहचानेगा है ना बिल्कुल तो, तो बहुत जरूरी है कि हम रूहानी तौर पे परमेश्वर को जाने मैं हमेशा ये मानता हूँ सुषमा जी कि हमें मजहब से उठ के परमेश्वर के साथ प्यार करना रिलीजन के बैरियर्स को तोड़ना पड़ेगा हमें रिलीजियोसिटी के ऊपर उठना पड़ेगा क्योंकि रिलीजन जो है वो बहुत अच्छी चीज है लेकिन उसके ऊपर एक रूहानियत है जहाँ पर हमको सबको पता चलता है कि वी आर ऑल मेड इन गॉड्स इमेज वी आर ऑल मेड इन द सेम लाइट एक नूर से हम सब निकले हैं हम सब उस परमेश्वर की संतान हैं और जब हम इस बात को समझते हैं तो हम वाकई में हमारे अंदर एक यूनिवर्सल लव आता है और बाइबल में बहुत अच्छी बात कही है कि गॉड इज लव परमेश्वर प्रेम है खुदा मोहब्बत है और हम इस बात को समझते हैं कि खुदा मोहब्बत है फिर हमको हमारे अंदर अगर अगर हम ये क्लेम करते हैं कि हम खुदा को जानते हैं तो हमारे अंदर सबसे पहला गुण होगा वो प्रेम होगा बिल्कुल सही कहा आपने सो so, एक बार फिर से मैं बताना चाहती हूँ कि रूह की बारिश इस सैटरडे को यानी सत्रह जून को शाम छह बजे होगी जिसमें आप होंगे क्या आपके साथ आपकी धर्म पत्नी है मेरा गीत है वो कहता है जो जगजीत सिंह जी ने गाया था मैंने लिखा और कम्पोज किया था वो गीत कहता है की खुदा से मांगो मिलेगा उसका वादा है वो देगा उसके वादे पे एतबार करो खुदा से प्यार करो और अगर हम मांगते हैं तो परमेश्वर हमेशा देता है तो जो आए दे शुड कम विद एन एक्सपेक्टेंट हार्ट कि हम वाकई में विश्वास लेके आए कि हम परमेश्वर से मिलने जा रहे हैं किसी मनुष्य से नहीं और जब हम मनुष्य से नहीं मिलते हम परमेश्वर से मिलते हैं तो हमें बहुत कुछ वहां से मिलेगा तो ये इन्विटेशन है सबके लिए मेरी तरफ से इसी बहुत ही खूबसूरत इन्विटेशन के साथ मैं आपका शुक्रिया अदा करना चाहती हूँ की आपने वक्त निकाल के हमसे बात की एंड वी विश यू ऑल द बेस्ट आपके साथ इस प्रोग्राम में हिस्सा लेने के लिए तैयार है हमारे साथ मेल चौधरी है वादी के मुताबिक आज हम बहुत सी चीजों पर बात करने जा रहे हैं and the first thing of course mel has asked me a question and he said to me have you ever um you know signed a waiver right so i'm sure everybody has dealt with this all of us have done that without yeah. noticing what's written at the bottom yeah and you know it's a question of can it be a good thing yeah it can be a good thing because it helps businesses manage their risks on the other hand people might feel pressure to sign something and then they go ahead and do an activity not really appreciating yes what this document says okay so i hope we're going to decipher this even more than that right no that's it <laughs> <laughs> so yeah let's talk about some examples yeah examples for sure because otherwise for me a person like me mm-hmm. that that's it okay i've signed a waiver okay so what you yeah. know yeah. Uh, like for example when you when you Okay can I ask you a question on this Sure say I go I were traveling just recently Yeah and I had to get a travel insurance Now those travel insurance has got what 7 8 pages 
and they say, okay, um, you know, initial here, initial here, and you sign here. And the last page they, they show you, okay, these are the things that you have said you're, you're allergic to or, or you've got medication for. This you haven't, da-da-da-da. If anything of this happens, you will be covered. If anything that you have not mentioned there, it will not be covered. Now sign here. So you sign it. Yeah. So that's a little bit different. Okay. So that's right. an exclusion clause. Okay. Okay. So a waiver clause is more that you're going to do a, an activity. Not ah. you're not buying insurance. Ah. So you're going to go do an activity or you're going to buy a product, yeah. not insurance. Yeah. And for that service or product, there's certain exceptions where you're you're not going to be covered or you're if let's say they do something wrong. They make a mistake. Huh. You can't sue them. So that's the idea okay, behind give it. Give me an example for that, please. So um, one example would be, for example, if you want to go... Um, jumping, bungee. Bungee, bungee yeah. Bungee jumping. We're talking about the same thing the right time. Yes, my God. <laughs> um, so you're going to go do that yes. activity. Normally, there's lots of setup involved. Yes. You would hope so yes. anyway, right? Yes. So they make you sign a form. Yeah. And the form would say that you know we accept no liability anything that might go wrong Hmm. and without that like if you're there and you're wanting to go and do this activity and you don't sign they're not going to let you do it no i'd be very surprised because of the potential risks involved right right right. so that's an example um another example so something that sometimes is very close but people get confused is that a waiver somebody had asked me about this last time so you know we had mentioned that this is going to be the topic next time yes yes and one issue that came up is, well, if you go and have a medical procedure done, let's use an ex- as an example, somebody's giving birth. Mm. Okay, there's lots of cases about that. Somebody's giving birth and the hospital does something wrong. Yes. Now, what are the possible consequences of that? Oh, they could be so severe, right? It could be catastrophic. Let's say they're delivering a baby and the baby suffers brain damage. Mm. Well, now you've got a poor little baby for the rest of their life who may not be able to do anything on their own. Mm. The poor family, they're going to have to provide support uh, for the child. Mm. Can you think about the expense of that? Mm. I mean, it'll just be astronomical. Astronomical, yes. So sometimes people confuse, you know, you go and you sign some forms at a uh, hospital. Is that a waiver? That's not necessarily a waiver. That mm-hmm. has more to do with the concept of called informed consent. Mm-hmm. So when you go for a medical procedure, the doctors have a responsibility to explain to you all the risks, the material mm-hmm. risk. Mm-hmm. Like if there's a risk and it's and it's tiny, mm-hmm. there's a possibility they don't have to explain that to you, mm-hmm. right? But if there's a material risk, something that could occur then they should explain it to you. Mm. And if they don't explain it to you, then they could be on the hook Mm. in case something happens. Mm -hmm. That would be through negligence, right? So if you think about it, you're going to go get a a medical procedure done. You don't know about these things. No. So you rely upon the professional, the doctor, to tell you about the different things that can come up. Mm. It's only then that you can make an informed decision. Right. So that's why they call that informed consent. Okay. So that's a little bit different. Yeah. But, that, you know, somebody raised that before to me. Yeah. So I just wanted to clarify. That's that's what that's regarding. I had gone to a fantastic restaurant. It's no longer in business anymore. But they used to have, like, 500 different kinds of 
hot sauces. And you could take any of those and use that on your food while you were having and And they were a, a thriving restaurant. I don't know what happened. It's gone out of business, but there was one sauce or three or two or three of them that you had to sign a waiver for it. And it said that if you consume this, we are not responsible for whatever happens to you. Yeah. So that is, in real sense, a waiver. That is exactly it. Yeah. So now you think about it, when will the waiver be given effect? When will it not be given effect? Right. Okay. So the courts have basically said if it's very small, mm. so let's say you've got a contract. Mm. Somewhere on the back pages, in very small print, you've got a waiver mm. saying that um, you, know, you agree not to sue the service provider if something goes wrong. Mm. Well, in that situation, what do you think? Would, yeah. a, court, would a court enforce that? Y- yes. Uh, probably not. Not in my favor, but in the favor of the the person whose waiver I have signed. Probably not. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> so, so if if it's something that a reasonable person mm. might not even be aware it's there, mm. and oh, I see what you mean. And the business goes out of its way right. to hide it right, in right, the fine right. print. Right. Probably not, unless they specifically draw your attention to it. Mm. Okay, so whenever you go in, for example, you're renting a vehicle, mm. you'll notice they'll have in there the repercussions if you don't take their insurance. Mm. So what they'll do is they'll actually force you to initial that area. Mm. Now, the reason is if they don't bring that to your attention, yeah, then it might not be enforceable. Right. So with a waiver, what these businesses want to do yeah. is they want to make it big. Okay. Bold. Make the don't don't bury it in the fine print, right? And then they want to show that they specifically brought it to somebody's attention, right? And how do you do that? Well, you get the person to initial, yeah, right where the waiver is, right? That they've read it and they acknowledge that you know that they're not going to bring a claim. You know, our listeners probably have got a lot of um, questions on a waiver, right? So I think today we should be getting a lot of calls on this, provided. You know, they are listening to the program or they think, I don't want to bring my private, you know, questions on air. But I would like to give a telephone number out and, and uh, uh, give, a, give a permission that the te- telephone lines have been open now. And they can call in to talk about what kind of waivers they should be able to sign or should ask or have a question on. Or have they ever had an, uh, an incident in which... They had signed a waiver but were not aware of it. Like you said, you know, if it is written on page number 84 and in small print and, and the, the company is, they, they try to sue the company and the company is taking no liability in that case, what should they be doing? So 604-280-1200 and 604-299-8863. Apart from that, Mel, what kind of businesses would have waivers? So any, I would think any business with physical activity that involves some mm-hmm. risk for, of injury. Okay, so just I'll, I'll give you another example. Right. So there's a, a case that was decided in 2006. Okay. I'll give you a bit of the fact pattern. 
and I'll test you. You tell me. You tell okay. me. Okay, I'm the guinea pig today. You tell me what you think um, how a court would decide it. Okay, let me hear it properly. So it's a, a martial arts instructor. Yes. He's got a student for quite some time. Right. The student is not a young person. I no. mean, they're they're middle aged. Let's say, put it that way. Right. Late thirties, athletic, mature. Yes. Uh, they've got a professional job, so you know they know how to read and write. No, no issues with that. They right. understand c- complex things. So the instructor was demonstrating a specific move, and they used this person as an example. Hmm. They and this was common. They'd say, hmm. "Come and let's demonstrate this move." Hmm. In the process of doing that, the instructor tore the uh, student's uh, ligament hmm. in the knee. Hmm. Excruciating pain, hmm. a claim for damages hmm. afterwards, and then there was a court case. Hmm. So within one of the documents the instructor had as a student's sign hmm. was this waiver hmm. saying that you won't bring any uh, claim for damages in case something goes wrong. Did it specifically say if I am demonstrating something on you and something goes wrong, you're not to uh, you you still don't have um, uh, possibility of suing me? That is such a good question. You must have read the case. No, I haven't. <laughs> but, I, I know you. But didn't. you know, you asked me to be careful yeah. about it. No, that is a oh. that is a fantastic question, <laughs> and you're heading in the exact right direction. Okay, great. So no, it didn't. It did not. Basically, say that. it said that um, general terms. Yes. You agree yeah. not to sue me for yeah. any injury that occurs in the course of me, Your training. Te- me teaching you. Yeah. That's all it said. Yeah. So you're onto something. Okay, I, so, I think you're so, on the right track. <laughs> so let, let's hear the whole case then. So. Basically, what the court said yes. is these type of agreements, they're going to do what they can to read it strictly against the company that drafted the agreement. Hmm. And that makes sense, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Because on the one hand, you've got this individual consumer yes. going in for you know just an activity. And on the other hand, you've got a business owner probably has a lawyer looking at these terms and drafting it. Right. So, of course, there's an imbalance of power. Yes. So when the court's reading this, they should read it strictly against the person who's put the agreement out there. And what they said in that case is exactly what you said. <laughs> um, basically, what, what this agreement does is it provides that if, you know, a person who's reasonable and coming into this, what are they going to expect from this? Mm. They're going to expect, well, if I get hurt mm. by practicing martial arts mm. by um, play, you know, doing it with another stu- student, mm. that would probably be covered by the waiver. Mm. But here, it's the negligence of the instructor, and mm. the court found the instructor mm. was negligent mm. and not demonstrating properly. You can't exclude that without specifically saying that because you wouldn't expect it, right, as right. a student. Right. So you, you got that one right on the head. <laughs> Those, our, our listeners would have gotten them too, right away if you had asked them a question. Yeah. You know, they would have. Yeah. That is an interesting one. I, the reason why my mind went there is because you asked me in a very specific way. You explained it, and mm-hmm. then you said, w- what would happen in a case like this? Right. Obviously, uh, it, it was that the student wasn't 
the student wasn't told that if your if your teacher is going to manhandle you or person handled you and then something happens to you, even that is covered in it. You cannot sue the person. So just kind of going along with yeah. that, when the injury occurs in a way like something that's very unusual. Yes. And in this case, this is a karate instructor, mm. martial arts instructor. Mm. It's their own negligence yes. that caused this. Yes. So you as a student wouldn't expect to be injured in no. a demonstration by the instructor. Can this be um, can this be applied to doctors as well in a hospital for operations? I'm going to take a break, but I'm going to give you some time to think about it and our listeners as well, because recently there are a lot of issues that are coming up with all the hospitals in the lower mainland. And, and as you mentioned earlier as well, when you go for an operation, there is a waiver that you sign. Right. Right? Um, informed consent. It's basically an acknowledgement that you've been properly advised of the risks right. and you're willing to proceed with it. And, and I'm still willing to proceed with it. Okay, so we'll come back to that. 604-280-1200, 604-299-8863 are our telephone numbers. Spice Radio, Radio Rim Jimson Ray, your program is program. Mel Chaudhary, which is Simpson, Thomas and Associates, is with us today in the studio and we are talking about waivers. What other kind of waivers are there? Well, this one that we were just talking about, the karate instructor. So that was an actual case. Okay. So in, in that one, you got it exactly right. Um, and the other part of it, too, was that the waiver was written very small print. Oh, okay. It was like, a, you know, maybe an inch. Right. Tiny, a couple inches. Right. Um, so I think the court would have found that, you know, the person didn't really agree to that. No. Um, so just something along the lines of a waiver. Uh-huh. We were just talking about this. Yeah. Now, what about those sports yes. that you play? Like, for example, um, you know, kids playing ice hockey. Mm. Now, you would think that it's a pretty physical sport. It's a tough sport. You go into that. Mm. Now, do you accept that if something happens, it's part of the sport? And Or... If something happens and you get injured, can you make a claim against the person? I guess um, uh, for a layperson like mine who's not that sports savvy, I would say that um, I would not do anything that is uh, that I feel is dangerous. I would not participate in it, so I will not hold anybody else responsible for any injury that is caused to me mm-hmm. because I've been stupid enough to go into it with my eyes open. Right. Would that would that constitute as a good answer? That's a pretty good answer. Yeah. Um, but, you know, as the law, you know, now talking to me for some time, the law is really depends on the facts, mm. very fact-specific. And I can never come, come here and tell you, Shushma, this is the way it is exactly. No, it cannot be, right? No, 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 because it's always a little bit different based on the fact situation. So if there's some sports fans out there, yes. long-time suffering Vancouver Canuck fans, right. you might... <laughs> You might remember the name Bill McCult. I remember the name Bill McCult, by the way. Are you a hockey fan? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. And this would have been some time ago. Yes. Many, 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 many moons ago. So when he was playing in the juniors, he was involved in an incident where he was skating hard along the boards. Right. There was a player from the opposing side who was skating, trying to get to the puck as well. And... um, Bill McCall um, hit him, uh, yeah. checked him, yeah. in a way where the other person got 
got injured, pretty significantly injured. Mm. And there was a case about it. So that one is called Zapf, Z-A-P-F versus McCult. Okay. And that case came down, the decision in, in 1995. Right. So the, that's one of the issues the court dealt with. Well, this person got injured, and is that just something that they accepted as part of the risk of playing hockey? And the ultimate decision in this case is, well, you can't, you can't just generalize and say, if you play hockey, you're accepting all risks. Yeah. Now, in this case, it wasn't a situation of Bill McCult swinging a stick, mm-hmm. right? Like we, do you remember the, um, the Moore versus Bertuzzi incident? Oh, yes, yes. Poor Bertuzzi. I liked him very much. Yeah. So uh, you remember what happened there. Yes, um, yes. Moore, I think it was maybe the week before or was it the same game? Might have been the week before. He was on Colorado. That's right. And they were playing the Canucks. Mm-hmm. And Moore hit Marcus Nasland. Mm-hmm. So Marcus, Bertuzzi went and, uh, yeah. Yeah. And Bertuzzi was a good friend, I think, yeah. of Marcus Nasland. They played yeah. on the same line. That's right. And he, you know, tried. He basically responded. Yes. And the, the consequences were so severe in that yes. case, right? For, for Bertuzzi, I guess, yes. Well, <laughs> spoken like a Canuck fan, but, <laughs> but I, don't, I don't think Moore ever played a game again in the NHL. Well, not with, with the Canucks because he was then traded, wasn't he? Yeah, but Moore was on Colorado. Right. So he was the player that received the hit. That's right. So I don't know if he ever came back and played a game. Oh, I don't, he I don't, probably didn't. I don't think he did. Yeah. Hmm. So basically, in this Bill McCull case, mm. what the court said is, well, certain things you accept as a risk. Right. Certain things you don't. And you look at what is the standard of the game, right? Oh, yeah. And that That's makes right. sense. I mean, yes. what if uh, a player's on the ice mm. and somebody else comes swinging a stick at him? Yes. Well, I don't yeah. no. think you accept that as a <laughs> no. risk, right? No. Playing hockey. Exactly. Now, this case, the McCull case, was a little bit closer to the line because mm-hmm. they were both skating towards the puck and they got into a collision and the other player got hurt. Yes. Now what the court said in that case is what is not expected mm-hmm. is to be hit from behind when you're in that defenseless position. Right. Along the boards. Mm-hmm. And there was there was liability. In that case there was. Yeah. Um, but you know that's very facts specific and so so nuanced. Do you know what I mean? Like such a small little detail yeah. that could have changed everything. And another judge might have decided it very differently. So do you think when uh, cases go in front of a judge and the judge isn't... Say, for example, there is a sports case and the judge is not a sports person. Do you think that also has... Then the judge has to just follow the rule, right? And not use the judge's passion and knowledge of the game. How could it not have some impact, right? Because because a lot of these decisions, um, there's sometimes, a lot of the cases, there's not a clear answer. That's true. So you've got to reason it out, and you've got to find facts Mm. to make the decision. Mm. It's not just about the law. It's also about, you know, um, some, some judge may interpret what happened differently than another judge. Right. So everyone's got their own personal biases, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we've got our life experiences. How could that not shape how you see what happened? It should, in a way. Yeah. Now, just kind of on that point. Yes. So judges 
come from all different walks of life. Right. Right. Their jobs before law school vary a lot. Their practice of law varies a lot. Right. Some of them would have specialized in one particular area. Right. Now they're a judge, and they're deciding all these different cases. Mm. Some of them, they areas that they would not have practiced in. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's really an interesting point you raised. Mm-hmm. Because what happens is the judge has to learn mm. about that particular issue. Not just the law, but, oh, also, the issue as well. but also about the facts, right? So for example, medical malpractice. We were talking about that earlier, about yes. informed consent. Right. So one of the cases you know, I, I, I looked at, just you know, in, in terms of looking at that issue, is dealing with um, the birth of a child mm. and the negligence of the doctor right. in not, not dealing with that birth yes. in a way that should have been dealt with. And a result, that caused a major catastrophic injury and problems for the child. The child, yeah. So that case was about the mother having had a C-section before. Mm. Sec- second or subsequent child. And this time around... It wasn't a C-section. So before, if you had a C-section, then the automatic default was you're having another C-section. Yes. At some point during that time of that case anyway, I don't know if it's different now, but at some point the medical community kind of changed their mind on that. Mm. They said, well, even if you've had a C-section before, Mm. taking into account all the risks of c-section yeah you might be better off just going ahead and having a regular birth hmm. so that's what that case dealt with so and then you know the the judge had to learn about well the prior c-section and what how does that increase the risk okay. it, and it had to do with scarring right from the prior incision and that becoming weakened and causing a complication when you're giving regular birth subsequently hmm. Hmm. so could you imagine you you wouldn't know about these things if mm. you're a judge, you know, your law, legal practice is in other areas besides mal, mal, legal medical malpractice. Mm. So he's got to learn about, he or she has to learn about all these things. Now that's, that's on counsel, right? Like as a lawyer, I've got to know that the judge needs evidence on these issues. Okay, so uh, the lawyer would have to then sort of, in a way, um, present the case in such a way that the the judge understands what's going on. Right. And, and most times you have to assume that the judge doesn't know yeah. about the, a particular area. Yeah, yeah. So you got to get the medical expert, you know, to lay it all out, to say this is what is the standard practice. You're talking about a real case. Uh, that would be a real case. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. What happened then? Uh, so in this particular case, yeah. um, there is a couple of different issues. One issue was informed consent. Yes. So basically, did the doctor who provided the pre-birth care, did they properly explain to the mom that these are the risks of having a natural birth if you've already had a C-section? And one of the things that came up is, well, it has to be material. That Mm. means it can't just be so small a risk necessarily. Yes. And then the court also went into, well, even if something is a very tiny risk, yes, if it is a risk. if the consequences could be so severe yeah. in that situation, then you should tell the person about it, right? But in that case, the court looked at 
what the medical community thought as a whole about mm. you know whether you should proceed this way or that way. And they said the person who provided the prenatal care mm. did okay. They mm. they explained everything okay to the person. Mm. But the doctors, the doctor and the nurse involved in mm. the actual delivery, mm. they found negligence there. Mm. And basically, when um, the the judge basically explained that was the most dangerous situation mm. in terms of somebody giving birth and this issue that came up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a cyst in the uterus, and it ruptured. And what happens in that situation is there's every second counts. Oh. And the judge found in that case that the doctor and the nurse who was watching over the person was liable. Oh, and, it, wow. and we're talking about um, over $5 million in damages, Wow, which is very, very uncommon. And you yes. got to think about the catastrophic situation that occurred right where did that happen uh that happened in bc wow um where specifically yeah i I don't know where specifically right but uh, But it was in british Columbia. it was a canadian case yeah yeah and the decision was uh 2016 right but likely it happened years and years in advance of that right because it takes a long time for the courts to come up with yeah to have a a decision so wow now medical malpractice cases i don't i don't I don't practice in that area. No. One, you know, one of my partners um, does. does a little bit of that. Um, but it's something that is so risky mm. because you have to spend so much money mm. to prove your case. And a lot of times, it's hard to prove the case, mm-hmm. right? So if you it think about it, has... yeah, you can spend hundreds of thousands of dollars and not get anything. What about um, um, your care... In the hospital, when you are admitted in the hospital and, and you're not being taken care of uh, properly, you haven't signed any papers because, you, you know, we all have MSP and we all covered under that. But there are some people who have not been diagnosed properly and have found out that they've got cancer uh, and it was not diagnosed earlier and only found out about it when you were in the fourth stage of cancer. And then you have only a few days to live, mm-hmm. and you just die. Yeah. So, can a doctor be found liable for that? They can be. They can be. Now, you had mentioned this before, and, yes. we, and we kind of forgot about it. But you mentioned, well, what about a waiver? Yes. At a hospital. Yes. Well, if you think about that, why would somebody go to a hospital? Yeah. That has you sign a waiver. Yeah. If there's other options out there. Yes. So. And the other part of that is our hospitals here yeah. are through the government. You're right. So would our government mm. say it's okay for a doctor to provide negligent care mm. and no. you have to sign something no. to say that you can't sue the person for this? Doesn't that seem wrong? Yes, it does seem wrong. So as a choice, as a society, I don't think there are waivers in our Hospitals. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. Okay. Um, mind you, I haven't been for a procedure. Lucky you. <laughs> I've been. I've been pretty lucky. There've been many um, people who've had terrible experiences. Um, you know, I mean, I've been. I've been in hospital in the last two years twice. Um, apart from my equipment being broken by the nurses over there, nothing else happened to me. Yeah. You know, yeah. That was negligent or anything like that. But. So here's so here's an example. It's an interesting thing that kind of popped into my mind yeah. about waivers, right? So yes. when when may it apply? So certain religions yeah. they, they don't allow 
blood transfusions. Oh, that's right. Yes. Jeho- I think Jehovah's Jehovah's Witnesses. Wit- that yeah. One. Yeah. yeah. So there are there have been cases where basically before having a procedure done, there, you know, the patient is adamant. Mm-hmm. I do not want a blood transfusion. Mm-hmm. In those situations, I think the hospital will get them to sign off. Okay. Saying that if there's any death resulting or any right. injury resulting as a result of you not doing this. not accepting yeah. Yeah. blood transfusion, yeah. then you agree not to pursue any claim. Yeah. And that um, makes sense. Yeah, and then there now there 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 was a case on that. And one of the issues came up, well, what if doctor's negligence is what caused the need for a blood transfusion. Mm. So you go in for a medical procedure, mm. and if there's no negligence, mm. then you wouldn't lose a lot of blood, right. thus requiring right. a blood transfusion. Yeah, that makes sense. That's a twisted question. <laughs> <laughs> so in that particular case, they and again, well, yeah. no. <laughs> They're not negligent. No. Holy um, macro, okay. I, I got you on that one. Yes, you did. Um, but that it's all very fact-specific, right? Okay. So there could be another case where maybe they would be. Yes. But but basically what happened is they had to sign a waiver, hmm. and then the court kind of was grappling with that and, and thought, well, so if a doctor makes a mistake, and because of that, they need to do a blood transfusion, but because of your decision not to agree to it, they can't give it to you and something happens, Other, you know, then should they be responsible for that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, if, if it was a matter of just giving a blood transfusion and you would have been fine, yeah. should the doctors then be responsible for that? And then in that particular case, the judge said no. Oh, wow. Because you going into the hospital, if, if something wasn't negligent and something went wrong and you needed a blood transfusion yeah. and you agree, well, I'm not going to get a blood transfusion even if it means... My something serious. Yeah. So what's the difference between that and then, you know, you needing a transfusion because of the negligence of a doctor, right? So the court just said that's a slippery slope. Right. And in that particular case, they said, no, this wave. So talking about waivers in hospitals, yeah. that's a situation where the waiver did apply. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. 604-280-1200. We've got eight minutes. If you have any questions, give us a call. Mel is here till three o'clock. And Mel, if people wanted to talk to you about any of these cases or any of these issues, where can they call you? 604-604-689-8888. is a telephone number. Um, we'll take a, that's Mel's number, our number I've already given you. We'll take a short break and we'll be right back. Spice Radio Radio Room, Jim program Mel and we are talking about waivers. When you um, get the service of a um, a limousine, etc., I have um, gotten a service of a limousine company that made me sign a waiver. And that was that if the services being provided for lots of people that are enjoying themselves and partying, etc., and they are not providing any booze, but the booze has been brought in the um, limousine, and kids are drinking, and then they get into a fight. It's not the responsibility of, I guess that happens a lot, mm-hmm. of the limousine driver 
and and somebody gets hurt, it's not his responsibility. So, so they've got a waiver like that yes. that you've you've seen. Yes. Yeah. So, in that situation, from what yeah. we've discussed, yes, um, it will know, stay. Well, it's uh, under certain situations, right? Like they right. they have to provide that waiver in a very clear language. Right. Not not something that would be difficult to understand. Right. Has to be uh, there and brought to the attention of the person signing. Right. And if that's and then what they'd want to do is they'd want to say specific things right. that would be included. So mm-hmm. if they think that somebody getting intoxicated and getting into a fight is a real risk, then they can mitigate that risk by actually putting it into the waiver. Right. Now, if someone is already, let's say somebody sees this waiver for the first time and they're intoxicated, right? Like I'm thinking, not you, obviously, yeah, but someone who's... Think, thinking about limousines and, you know, yeah. for these type of occasions, they're picked up from a party or something, right. and then they get them to sign a waiver. Right. Well, if someone is in that condition... Already intoxicated. Yeah. yeah. Then, and, and the person, you know, they don't appreciate it. I think there's a there's an argument there okay. that the waiver doesn't apply, right? Right, right. But yeah, I mean, and then from the business owner standpoint... Yeah, yeah. Like... You know, they are providing a service. Yeah. They're not serving any alcohol. No. They can't, you know... Um, then they shouldn't be responsible for a fight that ensues once they pick up. It happened with young kids. And they're not... They don't know who's coming. So the, the, right. the people who go, you know, figure out who you're going with. Right. Should you be going with these people? Mm-hmm. So you could see that from the business owner standpoint, Right. I was going to ask you, um, it's almost end of our show, that um, ICBC, is, whenever I talk about Mel Chaudhary, people ask me, are you going to be talking about ICBC? Well, no, because ICBC has put a stop to majority of their claims, etc. Um, but I understand there is something that we can discuss next time. Well, you know, the, the whole idea of them coming up with the no-fault system was, well, I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> people won't need a lawyer anymore right. because, you know, we, ICBC, will take care of everything. Yeah. You remember the commercials that came and yeah. saying, you know, yeah. we'll take care of you. Yeah. Well, that's not always the case. No. So there are things that people can still make claims for, but it's got to be quite a significant injury. Okay. So when you're talking about paraplegic and things like that? It could be things like that. Yeah. And that would be in the category of catastrophic. Okay. Or it could be in the category of a permanent uh, impairment. Mm. Right. So in those situations, uh, a person could be entitled to a lump sum payment. Right. Just for that. Okay. And then on top of that, they could get income replacement benefits, right. therapy and rehab. And sometimes it's it's proving that it's um, hard to get these benefits from ICBC. That's where there's a potential for it us is, to come in the picture yeah. and, and help people. And can we, we can talk more about that. Can we talk about it next time? Yes, we can. So um, if people wanted to talk to Mel, uh, his direct uh, or his office number is 604-689-8888. And they make an appointment with you and come and see you? Yeah, we'd be happy to talk to them. Thank you very much for coming uh, to the studio today. Sorry I took 15 minutes of your time. No problem. You know, we see each other a lot, so I don't mind at all. With that, we come to the end of our show.
खट की और दिल में समाई उन सबको लेके विल भी है टुमारो पंकज गोगना विल बी इन द स्टूडियो टुमारो आपकी एस्ट्रोलॉजी के बारे में बात करेंगे स्टेट्यून फॉर द ड्राइव होम ग्राइंड विद डीजे फ्लाइट एंड माया राइट हेयर ऑन स्पाइस रेडियो एंड योर रिक्वेस्ट विद नूतन ऑन रेडियो रिमझ